Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, Jean Ginsberg here, and welcome to another episode of Listen by Jean Ginsberg. We're happy that you're on this podcast, and we have a very special guest, Kurt. How's it going, Kurt? Good, good. How are you? I'm doing great. I, uh, you know, we're recording this. It's right before the holiday weekend, Memorial mm-hmm. Day. We were just chatting about that right, uh, right before we started recording. So I'm pretty excited. I know you mentioned you're you're pretty enthused about what's going to happen this weekend. So <laughs> Um, but let's jump right in because I know we have a short amount of time. So I always like to ask our guests, the first question is set some context for where you, where you are now. Tell us about your background. For sure. Um, I grew up in uh, Kansas city. I'm a graduate of university of Missouri in Columbia, Mizzou tigers. If you're into your college sports, um, I started my agency in 2001. So this year actually is 20 years. Um, since I founded the agency and it's been a long, awesome, evolving journey. I've also have a really deep background in music, big passion for music and film and, um, even scored, uh, some short mid-length films during my, uh, time in LA in my free time. So got a lot done. So yeah, that's always been a passion of mine. And, and, uh, now I started the agency in Kansas city, Missouri, which is where I'm from. So I'm from the Midwest. Um, and about, Seven to ten years in, ended up uh, reloc. I relocated to LA and kept my Kansas City office. So I opened a second office, and then had the office in KC operating there for several years, and then eventually closed that down and moved everything out to Southern California as the kind of headquarters of my agency, Hype Life Brands. Um, as that was kind of always my game plan. So, so now I live in Southern California, um, right in between LA. Orange County, San Diego in uh, coastal Oceanside, California. We've got a, we've got a great office here. You can see the ocean. Um, so the journey has been winding and evolving and exciting just as any entrepreneur journey really is. Awesome. So tell us about your agency. Uh, so I run Hype Life Brands. We are a progressive brand development and marketing agency, and we specialize in um, working with challenger brands and lifestyle startups that are looking to engage the millennial generation. So over the last seven to eight years, we've, um, and even beyond in the past there, we have been working with culture-driven brands, brands that are tuned into what's going on with, you know, they need to connect with pop culture and the people in it. And so we're never exclusively targeting millennials, but in most cases, our clients need help a, building a brand, B, taking it to market, C, you know, once you launch something, you have to grow um, and grow that brand. And when we're dealing with startups, we're literally doing this from ground zero. And usually one of the biggest unique buying tribes that our clients have, which are often, you know, visionary founders and entrepreneurs, sometimes CEOs at existing uh, enterprises or VPs of marketing but they're always spinning off a new brand or bringing new life into an old one. The millennial generation plays into that 
extremely heavily. It's it's one of the biggest people groups on the planet, and it there's never been a more different gap between one generation's behavior and the generations before it. And so that's kind of the world that we have been working in and helping our clients with and how to how do you create an authentic, you know, message beyond all the buzzwords and marketing speak and all this and that, you know, how do you really consider the human on the other end of whatever the channels are that you are wanting to communicate with them, bring them in, get them interested. And also while portraying a, a lifestyle, a vibe, um, a tone that they can see themselves in, like a story that they can get into, um, if not, if not a, a bigger purpose, you know, those are the things that are some of the things that are attractive to the millennial generation. So as an elder millennial myself, we've always found ourselves working with that kind of people group and helping companies of all shapes and sizes, you know, better and more finely tune their communication um, so when we're building brands from the ground up, it's something we can consider from day one and do it the right way. Awesome. And so what kinds of brands do you typically work with? We focus mostly on B2C or D2C, direct to consumer or business to consumer. So consumer lifestyle startups and challenger brands. So some people say, okay, well, I get the startups part. Um, do you guys work with startups? even if I'm like at the idea stage and the answer is absolutely. In fact, that's the best place to start because it prevents a lot of mistakes and wasted capital kind of trying to hack your way through a, a very complex maze to go from idea to a consumer market ready brand. And I'm talking about brand being everything people see both tangible, intangible, you know, a company is not built just off of a, a website or a logo, you know, and a lot of times entrepreneurs kind of think that's where they need to start, but then you can really kind of hang yourself there um, if that's the route you go, because really building a brand, you're building a business. It uh, starts with planning and strategy. Um, and so that's where we start. So now challenger brands would be an existing brand that's been in the market for five years, 10 years, two years, whatever, you're not the biggest, but you definitely are going after the biggest and you're going after that market share. And it's kind of like a David and Goliath battle. So we love, uh, you know, my team is a predominantly senior team, um, typically six to 12 people on any given account for our clients that we're working on on an annual basis. And we love a good David and Goliath battle. So those really tough, tough nuts to crack, rethinking existing strategies that maybe have been ingrained uh, for many years, maybe aren't working as well as they could, and really helping our clients navigate a very complex brand and marketing universe that we have today in the year 2021. Um, you know, even just the, the Facebook versus Apple battle that's going on right now alone is, is a highly complex uh, issue. And so just explaining that, you know, we could spend an entire episode just talking about that and what are the effects. So we help our clients to come alongside them and we, we lead the way, we lead the charge and help them, you know, take that idea and take it from a blank page to a fully realized and ready to go brand and then take it to market, start growing that baby. Awesome. I love that. Um, I, so many good ways to take a brand to market, right? Uh, in the sense mm -hmm. that 
there's you know lots of ideas there. I love talking about this stuff because um, you know the stuff that we do. We're we're a digital marketing agency, uh, but we definitely go come and become involved after the brand. And so it's like the brand's already been created, and we're more they're like, how do we distribute the brand? How do we get them more clients or more customers and whatnot? So, but having that like really creative concept in the beginning where you're trying to like figure out what's the best way to position the brand and to have a story or a brand story. So uh, I love talking about that kind of stuff since we don't mm-hmm. really do a lot of that on our end. Uh, yeah. um, so uh, question, the next question is about your, of course, area of expertise, branding and, and bringing, bringing products or brands to market. So uh, as I mentioned uh, right before we started chatting uh, offline is one of the, you know, our audiences are typically businesses, small businesses, startups, or people who are trying to start a business. Uh, what is one recommendation you would give to, you know, just a quick recommendation, you know, a couple minutes to someone who is listening, who might be starting a new brand and something that they can implement, you know, in the next week or the next couple of days in their company. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Marketing Method Monthly Group Coaching Program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following, where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. Online. Mm. Well, um, a couple things. One, I would say, and this is a little bit of a longer play, but I would really think long and hard about at least talking to someone. You know, we love to talk to anybody that gives us, you know, a call or a chat on our site or whatever. Um, even if it's not a good fit, just trying to help them, give them some resources. We actually have a startup resources section on our site. Um, for folks that we do or don't work with, but it's tools that we actually use day to day and that we recommend. Um, so, you know, reach out to somebody that is an expert in the space, um, not somebody who's just a tactical, you know, like a web designer, but somebody who thinks strategically and understands the, you know, like you said, digital marketing or just marketing at large, that universe to kind of help guide you. So that's a bigger picture item more actionable and, you know, starting out, I think if you have something that's kind of in play and you're say offering services out into the world, just cause I, I just had this conversation with somebody, um, you know, be sure that you don't just think about Instagram, my website as your only marketing channels or vehicles. Um, uh, you know, I won't say who, but talking to somebody and you know it was I asked them hey are you you guys are doing x y and z are you on yelp and are you using things like yelp and thumbtack because you need to know your audience and really get in their head even ask them if you can hey where did you find us you know that's something that's very valuable that you can ask no matter what you're doing whether you're b2b or b2c honestly um and so you know, asking them where they found you, but also thinking about those other third-party channels because some people use Facebook like a search engine and some people use Yelp like a, like a search engine. Um, I personally have used Thumbtack, you know, to find somebody to work on uh, my wife and I's place because we couldn't find anybody on any other platform or searching because 
they weren't doing, you know, the work, putting in the work for organic SEO, which is a whole nother topic and takes months and months of focus. So, so really think like your customer, don't just go, okay, I'm starting a business. I'm going to go set up an Instagram account and a Facebook account, and I'm going to be, it's going to be great because unless you're putting a lot of advertising dollars behind your posts in social media, for example, you're never going to reach anybody, especially starting out when you have zero followers, you know, it takes time, concentration, focus, uh, and work to build that following up. And then even when you do, as you probably know, uh, you're only going to reach a small percentage of those followers organically. So then that again comes in where help with advertising and marketing is you're better off asking somebody for assistance, in my opinion, than trying to do it alone. Cause that's how Facebook makes a lot of money off of those kind of mistakes. Yes, so, that is they love absolutely. It. They love it. That's how Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg actually got rich, right? It's just yeah. on the backs of people who don't know what they're doing on Facebook. The boost, <laughs> the boost button. That's the how it, the post. boost button. Um, it's, the, it's the casino. Yeah, I for him it is. Yeah, the house <laughs> always wins. Uh, right. But so, so true. I cannot agree with you more. Well, first of all, thank you for sharing. You know, what, what can you do now if you're a new business owner or someone starting a company? Yeah. Uh, ask for help. That's usually something that, you know, even I did that when I was just getting started is uh, it's I think, you know, when you're like, I think it's a mindset thing. Right. I know for me it was maybe, you know, I wasn't making a lot of money in the beginning. And so it's like, well, I don't really have enough money to pay anybody. So it's like, I'll do this myself. So it kind of became this like mindset of just like being within, you know, your own lane, if you will. But really, mm -hmm. there's plenty of people out there who are willing to help even for free, you know. So uh, so I think it's just taking getting outside that shell and thinking, you know, what can what who can help me? And even if it's just a conversation or, you know, advice from someone who can who can support you. So absolutely, you know, right. get, get support. But so true. I, I I hear this all the time when I engage with clients or just, you know, even like, let's say in Facebook groups, I'm part of a couple of entrepreneur Facebook groups and it's like, Hey, can someone help me with my Google ads? And it's like, well, before we start doing Google ads or, you know, maybe you've been running Google ads and that's great. I would, I, I always say like, let's take a look at your strategy. What are you, what is your goal? Who is your target market? Then I can say maybe Google ads is, is a place to go or Facebook ads or Instagram ads or TikTok ads. But before we do that, we have to take, it's kind of like going to the doctor, right? Like, Hey doctor, could I have, you know, uh, Xanax? It's like, but before I can give you Xanax, I need to diagnose that you need Xanax, right? Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. Like, people don't get it. It's like a diagnosis, right? You have to diagnose what's wrong and then provide a, a prescription or, you know, a, a, a game plan, right? You can't just be like, here's some Xanax <laughs> because you asked. Right. A hundred percent. Yeah. The, and there's, there's, there's so many tools and SaaS platforms yeah. and, you know, I mean, we just get bombarded with them and we, we actually kind of try to go through them and sift through them and like, okay, this has a place here. This has a place there. We could use this for this, da, 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 da. But, but yeah, that you gotta be really careful because people definitely self prescribe these things and you're completely right. Like, you know, Google AdWords and pay-per-click doesn't make sense for every client or every business, you know, it can be great for some and for others, it just, it's you know, you'd be, you, yeah, it might be flat and you might waste, you know, you can, you can very quickly waste 500 or $5,000 on any of these, uh, especially social media and definitely Google AdWords, um, you know, and they, they try to, you gotta understand their business and they're, they're in business to make money and they sell advertising and data. 
Yep. So, but it's very complicated. And when, you know, as you, I'm, I'm guessing you do this as well. You know, if you're running Google ads, I mean, it's something that has to be optimized and intended to and monitored and babysat every day and tweaked and polished, especially in the first like 30, 45 days while you're really optimizing things. It's not something you just, oh, you know, like the Google, uh, the AdWords, the smart campaigns that they try to set up beginners on. We always tell people to steer away from that because it's just, you know, like, oh, you just put in your website and some words and voila. Voila. You, know, <laughs> you get sales. Like a, a shitty campaign. <laughs> right. Exactly. That you can't control, by the way. You know, it's, it's like a little automated radio control car or something that you don't have the controller for. So, yeah, you really have to be careful there. And that's, again, why I say just, you know, finding somebody, even if, even if they say, hey, you know, our rates, our, our fees, our retainers are this or that, and it's not for you right now, it definitely give, you know, a lot of people will give you a little bit of advice and, and then maybe down the road, you can come back to somebody that you build a relationship with. You know, that's a lot of what we're really about is building relationships with our clients, not just let me take on your two week project. And, yeah. you know, because it, it's hard for, we always want to be able to have an impact. And if we can't, it's something we'll probably turn down. Yeah. Um, because doing all the all the heavy lifting involved with giving getting a business off the ground takes you know 360 degrees of kind of control especially with marketing and technology because you cannot separate these two anymore um i think i just made a post on linkedin about that over the weekend it's just like these things are so ingrained because like you were talking about tiktok ads or or google ads like as soon as you start talking about that then now we have to set up, you know, conversion tracking, pixels. We got to check them all, make sure they're all working, event firing. So you know what the heck is going on, you know? Yeah, um, no, that's, I totally agree with that. It's, and it's, it's interesting time to explain that to clients because uh, a lot of times uh, they, I don't know, sometimes it's just trying to explain it to them. They're not like, I don't want to say they don't get it, but like, they almost like expect that like by tomorrow there'll be a billionaire and you're like, this is not like, I'm going to make you a millionaire, you know, I mean, it's just, this is yeah. another channel for you. That's besides, you know, billboards and retail and newspapers. The other ones don't work as well, but it's still not like a, a, a necessarily a path to millionaire tomorrow. So it's, right. uh, it, there's a good exception. Yeah. As I, as I, yeah, exactly. And as I say, you know, if that were true, everybody'd be doing it. Yeah. It's just better Period. conversions online versus a newspaper, but it's still, you have to put in the work to do it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, we can probably have, we probably have the same conversations with clients all the time when it comes <laughs> right. to like trying to explain uh, that, but I get those all the time. It's like, Oh, I need, I need uh, Google ads. I'm like, well, why do you need Google ads? Can you explain that exactly. to me in, succinctly and cl in clarity? Yeah. And nobody can usually. Um, yeah, we're, we definitely yeah. track in there. That's but my question is, you know, like, but, Let's back up. A yeah, let's bit. backtrack here. <laughs> <laughs> to, tell me about the business. What's yeah. the concept, you know, and then we'll, we can figure out what makes the most sense from a, where to go from here and strategically. Cause there's, there's always more channels than you will ever as a, as a startup founder or an entrepreneur, or even a challenger brand CEO, rest assured, there are more channels and things to spend money on from an advertising perspective um, than you will ever have the budget for. Yep. Um, and so we try to pick, you know, the most strategic, potent channels that make the most sense. Um, 
And, you know, things like social media don't always make that cut. Yeah, and you know, it's not necessarily, it's true. It's not always the case. Everyone right. thinks it's, it's like, oh, well, audience. well, it's going to be, it's going to be Facebook ads. I'm like, no, it's not necessarily going to be Facebook ads, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, it's right. Like this, they have this like preconceived notion about it. So, um, right. and then the last uh, question I'd like to ask before we wrap up is, um, what is your prediction for the industry? And it's a kind of a loaded question because it's, it could be your specific industry, but you can, you know, you can talk about uh living forever or terraforming mars or self-driving cars whatever is on top of mind for you if this is an open-ended question <laughs> yeah yeah um i like the terraforming cars that's an interesting one terraforming mars yes terraforming, oh, terraforming, terraforming mars, mars yes yeah self-driving cars, cars. <laughs> rockets i don't know no um you know we're we're in the the brand building and startup industry as i would say uh which is a horizontal i suppose you could say um but I do think that in 2021, and we're starting to see a little bit of percolation or percolation uh, right now. I think just we've gotten past tax day and these are things that kind of slow the economy down a little bit. But we're starting to get people thinking, finally, we've had a very weird year, um, you know, with COVID and all that. But I think we're all kind of coming out of the fog now and everybody's trying to yeah, I can see the gears moving slowly, um, despite what's going on in the market or with, you know, Dogecoin or all this crap, you know, it's like, I look at, you know, brands and businesses, uh, to quote, I believe Joe Biden way back when he was with, uh, running with Obama, you know, the, is the engine that drives the American economy. Um, that's, that's small business and startups fall into small business, even if they, are going to become something bigger. Um, you know, most of our clients are aiming to launch nationally, you know, because um, there's so much potential to do it that way. So, so I think that we're going to see entrepreneurs kind of raise their heads up finally and start to come back to those ideas, those visions, those things. Maybe they were thinking about it during COVID, but things were so weird and so dead, I guess, um, in, that, in that whole year. It was like very surreal because I've never experienced anything like that in my life um, as an 80s baby. Now, we've been through as an agency, we've been through three, that being the third kind of major economic rattling. Um, and so, you know, I think we're kind of all coming out of this period. I think people are starting to get back to the new, the, the normal. And therefore, I think we'll see more pickup in the economy um and what people are doing because i mean even even where we are in southern california it's been uh, in california at large actually because we've been in lockdown far longer than a lot of uh, businesses or um, states i mean have you know i i feel like it was a, a like six to eight weeks ago we were still we're still actually in lowered capacity even if you're indoor dining um so you know i think we're going to be coming back out of all this stuff and things are going to kind of you know, especially, I guess, June 15th, California is lifting a bunch of stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll start to get back, even though it'll be like a delayed start to 2021. I think the latter half of 2021 is going to be highly potent and a lot of inertia building up there and, and kind of everybody starting to go from a crawl to a walk to a run, you know, and we'll be kind of into it fourth quarter, pretty hot and heavy. So, 
That's yeah. my hope. And I think that's what we're seeing right now. I love it. I, I agree too. I think that's going to be the case because we've kind of been in lockdown for the last year and a half and one way or another limited capacity. So I, I totally yeah. agree with you and I looking forward to what 2021 has to offer. So uh, last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? Sure. Uh, can reach out to me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm on there, Kurt, C-U-R-T, and my last name is Cushino, C-U-S-C-I-N-O. And you could also just look up Kurt Hype Life, Kurt Hype Life Brands, H-Y-P-E-L-I-F-E. You can also visit our website, hypelifebrands.com. We've got a, a on-site chat feature so you can reach out and connect with us. A lot of times I pick that up directly, um, just something we do because I like to talk to people, you know, entrepreneurs and it's just easier that way um or you can email us at engage at hypelifebrands.com if you want to schedule time to have a conversation awesome well thanks so much for being here great conversation uh i love where your head head is at when it comes to 2021 i'm very excited about this year as well so thank you so much for being here yeah thank you for having me very much